Welcome to Grow Your Dental Practice podcast. I'm your host, Mohammed Ismail. I'm a cloud accounting expert and a business advisor to dental and medical professionals. My firm, Shift Accounting, has helped our clients reach their financial goals. How do we do this? Well, we offer awesome bookkeeping and business consultancy. Our monthly management reports provide valuable financial insights. These insights can help you improve your profitability and get you to your goal faster. Our goal for the Grow Your Dental podcast is to provide you with valuable resources to help you build, manage, and grow your dental practice. I interview experts in a variety of areas. Whether you are just thinking about starting your own practice or you're already well on your way, there's something for everyone here. We wanted to start the podcast off with a bang, so we released the entire full season so you can get started. We'll be back later this year to continue providing you with valuable insights and expert opinion for starting and managing and growing your dental practice. Enjoy the show. This episode is all about leasing. Whether you're building a dental practice from the ground up or renewing your lease, we are talking to Michael Permack, co-founder and managing partner of Spire Group, a professional consultant and lease negotiator who specialized in the healthcare space. Michael is going to walk us through the process and cover these topics for us. Why hiring a consultant is important. What kind of timelines you're looking at. The ideal location for your future practice and how you can find it. Opening a dental practice, urban versus rural. What you should be looking at for lease terms and the overall process. It's time to roll out the red carpet for our special guest, Michael Parmack. Michael, thank you for uh, being our guest here today. For the people who don't know you, can you please give us uh, an introduction about yourself? Sure, and thanks for having me. Um, my my role in is uh, as a worker in my life is to be um, is to work for Spire Group because I'm partner in in the company, and um, what we do is. Uh, we do healthcare real estate for any professional that you can imagine. There's two, there's 32 different medical professions, and um, we've worked with all of them at one point or another. Um, and we bring, we bring basically a very corporate real estate skill set to a, uh, a an industry that has uh, sorely lacked that skill. Um, on a personal note, because I started with saying my my uh, my life is um, my my work life is that my my home life is I have uh, three great kids and uh, happily married. That's awesome, fantastic. Um, so you've been in the industry for a very long time. Um, you know, the question that I have is there's a lot of information out on the web, YouTube, uh, tips from friends who just signed the lease. Um, so. Why hire a, a, a professional leasing negotiator? Why not do it yourself? I think the days of professional lease negotiator only are are kind of numbered. the The, the problem with that it, that even that phrase is that it's not just about the lease because there's so many things that happen before the lease. Really, you need a consultant that takes you from pillar to post. And let me give you an example because that, that might not make sense for a lot of people, but when, when you are uh, thinking about uh, either 
expanding, renewing, getting a new location. Um, there's a lot of things that come into into the into the real estate decision greater than the lease. So are you going to be retiring? Are you going to be um, moving to another location? Uh, are you going to have a, another change in life that we need to know about? Uh, do you hate your partner and you want to move out of there? <laughs> you know, I, because there's, there's so many different things. Now, the lease is, an, is a byproduct of the process. But really, the best thing to do and the best way and the way we do it, I think, is, is, uh, is I'd say it's, I, I can't say it's world class because that's such a, a weird word, but it's, it's, it's the way we try to do it is world class. And I don't know if we are, but we, we basically give the, our, our healthcare professionals the space to tell us what they really need. It's not just about the lease. If, you, if we just focus on the lease and somebody brought us a lease, yes, we can do your lease analysis. But at the end of the day, um, it's about your, your family and the professional's family and their life, and it's not just about the lease. So if somebody says you're a professional lease negotiator, um, that's great, um, but I don't think that that's, that's holistic enough. That was what I was trying to get at, holistic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, that's really interesting. I mean... Um, I, I, I see that the same aspect with, you know, accounting, uh, you know, and bookkeeping, for example, technology nowadays is really taking over. There's a lot of things you can automate and, and, and whatnot. So the role then becomes of an accountant is really uh, an advisor, a consultant, right? Taking all that information and helping clients to, to, to get there. So, so it, it, it's not about that one title anymore, right? And, and it's especially because it, if you're at the lease part of the of your transaction, whatever that transaction may be, um, you are behind the eight ball. You you you've started at step five, where you, and you haven't started at step one. So you, you may have to retrace. If you hired us, you may have to retrace your steps a bit. But the bottom line is, if you're starting with your lease, you're starting in the wrong place. Interesting. So where should you start? She just start with talking to a professional, uh, whether it's us or somebody else. Just, you know, our, our thing is, is we just want people to be successful right. and, and that's it. So, so look, there's times when we talk to you about your say, tenant improvement allowance, uh, or, or your, or what your office looks like, or, you know, what's coming up major in your life. So different things that come up rather than, Hey, your assignment clause and your lease isn't very good. We can figure that out in afterwards, but really the thing is, is what are your goals? Where are you trying to get to? Is this, are you buying another practice soon? Or are you not? Uh, what's the impact with the, your bank? What's your relationship with your bank? Uh, what does your accountant think? What does your lawyer think? And, and so on and so forth. So we try and drive really hard into the, into the granularity of the future of your life. So that, that way we, we can get alignment. So the alignment piece is that if we understand you totally, we can do a better job for you. If you just want to come in here and, and get a lease reviewed, sure, we can do that. And we've done that hundreds and hundreds of times. But um, experience tells me and shows us that that's not necessarily the right place to start. You start with an initial consult. Right. So uh, just following up here, yeah. What when would be the ideal time uh, to come and start thinking about talking to people like you? Um, you know, one year out, six months out before somebody is ready to make that commitment. So what we 
find is depending what market you're in. Um, so we work in Western Canada. So it depends what market you're in, but in for new deals. Um, but I would budget 12 months to get a new deal done. Uh, if, if you're opening up a new office, um, that is a, that is a, I think, a comfortable period of time, but say 10 to 14 as a range. If, you, if you're going to be renewing your lease, I recommend that you come talk to us 18 months in advance because we have a lot of uh, homework to do before we uh, get an approach. And we can always go to them in six months, uh, but uh, with six months left. But it's as time goes on, your, your leverage with the landlord gets less and less and less. So imagine for a second you uh, to go to the extreme, um, if you said, uh, went to your landlord with your one day left on your lease and said, let's negotiate, he's, he's got the power. So we try and if the earlier you start, we recommend 18 months, might, we, went, we might not do anything for six months, but it, it's, it's good to get an evaluation and we do that for free. So there's nothing should hold you back. Okay. Oh, that's really good. Um, you know, I often hear uh, from dentists that they're ready to uh, open their own practice, but they, they're not able to find a good location. Uh, walk us through how to find the ideal location that everybody wants. You know, the, the new plaza with the anchor tenant. Um, how, how can we help these dentists find these locations? Well, the interesting part of, uh, interesting part of that co uh, question is, there's only so many of <clears throat> excuse me of those locations. So if you want um, a prime location in that regard, um, then you have to you have no chance to get it if you do not have somebody representing you. Because so for example, there's uh, in Calgary and Legacy, um, two years before they started building a building a medical building, they called us and said, "Do you have any dentists and doctors?" We said, "Yes." We do. And they said, great, send them to us. That's two years before they even start digging. Digging, that's wow. right. <laughs> so, so we said, we just said, yes, we don't know who, who we're going to put in there, but we just said, yeah, we'll take it. And, and they said, because we have the relationship with them, they said, uh, that, that's great, um, let's go. So we, then we backfilled, actually, to, to uh, we called some of our clients and said, you want to go here? It's a good opportunity. Um, we have controlled the space for a little while. So imagine now that, imagine now, let's expand that to multiple developers, um, Qualico, um, in that case it was Ron Moore, but imagine for a second that we're getting calls to us because they know what we do. Right, and, right. and so we're, we're sort of getting first dibs in some, not all circumstances, but if you were to go by Canada Olympic Park right now um, and one of the developments there, they came to us four years ago. We had lunch with them. They said, we're thinking about doing this. What do you think? So the, 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 the important part of that is you can call the listing agent. The thing is, it's going to be too late. So the first thing to do, right, the first thing to do is to find somebody who can represent you. Um, I'm, if it's not us, just find somebody. Um, because otherwise you, you don't have much of a chance. Now, let's layer on to top of that with corporate dentistry and say that, um, let's say that there's a corporate dentistry group that has a relationship with a landlord uh, and they're going to build a new building. Who are they going to go to first? They're going to go to that corporate, corporate 
group and say, do you want another location? And they may or may not take it. So, there, so there's really such high demand for, for shopping center, retail shopping center locations that um, it, it's, tough to, it's tough to do it on your own. It's, I, I, I'm not saying it's impossible. There's times when it's possible, right. but um, and then on top of that, just to layer one more layer on that, there are probably multiple offers on that, on that any of those sites. So how do you get how do you get to the top of the pile? Well, you only do it with relationships, so, and we haven't always been successful. Uh, but but I can tell you that the relationships that we have with, with um, the developers and are in general. Right. Are, we keep them very strong because we want them to help our clients. Right. <laughs> and so that's, it's a, it's, it's a long answer to how do you do it? Well, you, I, I guess you could try and do it yourself, <laughs> but I, I, it's, they wouldn't tell you that, they wouldn't tell you that on YouTube. Right. No, I, you know, <laughs> so, so what I'm hearing is, you know, uh, for the dentist out there who's, you know, looking into this process, I, I think what I'm hearing your advice is, you know, this dentist have to kind of start talking to these professionals, you know, put his name or her name out there, you know, to show interest is like, Hey, this is what I'm intending to do in the you know, next 12 months or, or even two years out and get the ball rolling that way. That's right. And, and the interesting thing that we found that, that we can't get our head around, but we, we've just accepted is that, um, a dental practice, let's just say it's a million dollar practice, um, will produce, $10 million over 10 years and whatever your net is based on your efficiency. So that that's a, there's a lot of value in a location. And clearly there is because um, there's, there's people going out there and paying top dollar for practices. Corporations are doing it. Um, people are doing it. Like other dentists are doing it, buying locations at top dollar. Um, so... The value of your location may be, um, may be more valuable than even your dental practice because, <laughs> because the, the, the reality is there's only so many locations. Right. There's only so many. And now in Edmonton, where there's a ton of retail, there's way more retail than Calgary, um, it's a little bit easier to find locations. But nevertheless, they're only going to have one dentist in that location. Because uh, most dentists, not all dentists, but get exclusivity in the in their deals. Exclusivity meaning that though they're only dentists in the plaza. Interesting. So if I am a dentist right now, that is, you know, ignore all other factors, and I'm trying to decide between Calgary and Edmonton. You, you think at this point in time, Edmonton is a better place? I think you have to decide between urban and and rural. Uh, if you're going to be urban, uh, then it's easier in Edmonton. I can't say that I know that I know the sales numbers of all the, or the sorry, the production numbers of everybody up there. Um, but it, I've been to Edmonton multiple times, and I would say its economy is doing a little better than Calgary's. Um, but in Calgary, the, the cool thing is, is once you get a location, there's it's very difficult to for anybody else to compete compete with you, um, I would I would add I would just add to the mix of this conversation that uh, I I I wouldn't be scared because uh, I have a couple of clients who have done this to go second floor in a in one of those centers um, because the rent's about half 
and people are more and more looking on the internet to find their provider uh, for dental services. I know everybody thinks it's uh, the best thing to do is to go on the on the first floor, but uh, I have second floor uh, clients who are doing extremely well, and 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 we share one of those clients. So, <laughs> um, right. um, so you know, and I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that that the mystery of the how do I get a first floor retail location in Northwest Calgary uh, or any location um, maybe maybe somewhat dispelled by the fact that what if you cut your overhead in half on your rent? Absolutely. So, hey, dentist, you heard it right here. Second floor is a really good option to consider. <laughs> uh, I want to circle back to the decision between uh, urban and, and uh, rural areas. So can you just elaborate more um, about, you know, the, the, the difference between urban and, and, ru and rural areas? Sure. So really, in terms of competition for sites, the urban areas, even Red Deer, um, I'll, I'll just say that Red Deer, Calgary, Edmonton, Vancouver, Victoria, Winnipeg a little bit, um, because I, I don't know if you consider that rural or not, but <laughs> I, I came from, I, I, I grew up there, so I could say that. Uh, but but the the issue is, is there's a lot of people looking for at the same product uh, in terms of real estate. Um, there are a lot of people out there hunting. If you go into surrounding areas, maybe 30 minutes away or 45 minutes away from any metropolitan area, what happens is um, labor will drive to your office and you may have less competition and it's going to be easier to find a site. The, con the, con the, the opposite of that is that there may be a dentist there who's been there for 75 years <laughs> <laughs> and has 100% of the market share. Um, but but if you think about it, if there's a ratio of dentist to population, whatever that ratio is, it's um, where where dentists are successful. Um, that there's generally speaking, I'm not saying all in all cases, um, a lot less dentists in rural areas, and they tend to make quite a bit of quite a bit more money because they're they're drawing from an area where there's um, not as much services. Absolutely. But but the thing is that I've found is um, the millennial dentists, the associates, don't really want to be in rural areas. <laughs> so um, I have a I have an op optical um, client in one small town in southern Alberta. He's the only optical client there. He's 45 minutes from Calgary, and he just kills it. Wow. Nobody has no competition. Absolutely. So you, you, that's where it comes down to. That's what I'm saying. It's you talk about uh, why hire a professional lease negotiator. It, I think that's passe. Right, right. No, absolutely. I mean, uh, th this is this is really amazing. Um, so, so, in terms of uh, you know the landlords, what are they looking for uh, in a tenant? That's a great question. So, everybody. So let's let's go through the list. We're talking about dentists, um, but. Dentists, doctors, and veterinarians have, they're looking for different things, but from a dentist in particular, they will know um, that they will, they will pay top dollar to get in there. So we have ways of mitigating that top dollar and, and um, in, with certain things we do, which is um, we ask for a lot of different stuff. Uh, we'll pay you 
whatever you want, but we want this, 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 and this, and this. And so um, the, the, the idea is, is if you want a spot, they, they care about the rental number. And the reason they care about the rental number is because the higher the rental number, the higher the value of their property. Interesting. So, so the, really the thing is, is if, if, you, if you fight that, and you can fight it a little, right? right? But if, you, if, you go, if somebody's asking for $45 and you go 32, I, I can guarantee you there's no deal there. <laughs> there's 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 no there's no deal there so the the impact of rent can be offset with certain conditions and free rent and other stuff that we can get mm-hmm. um but there's 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 really looking at people who can perform they have to have the faith and so we don't we we don't go out and look for this but i had a call from a landlord um maybe a month ago and he goes, we love dealing with you guys. And I said, well, why, why us? And he goes, because we, we beat you up. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, but the deal gets done. So it's a, it's, they really want, they don't want to waste time. Absolutely. Because they're dealing, if, if you're talking about a retail shopping center, they're dealing with 30 or 40 tenants at a time. Absolutely. They just want it to go easy and no, no hassles. Um, and yeah, we hassle them a bit, but they want to make it easy for themselves, just like, why wouldn't you? Right, right. No. Uh, so, uh, in terms of timelines for mm-hmm. uh, you know negotiation and finalizing the deal, uh, what does that timeline looks like? Yeah. So let's say we found a location, mm-hmm. and we all go, "Yes, that's fantastic," and we and we got the landlord on on side. Um, what what happens is it usually takes about um, a month to get the um, to get a letter of intent or an offer agreed to mm-hmm. and then after that we go into lease so so then depending on the lawyer who they use because we always recommend they use a lawyer to review the lease um, depending on the lawyer um, and how persnickety that person is that's really what drags it out and I'm not saying that they shouldn't be persnickety but there's some that are more persnickety than others so I would budget 60 to 90 days for your lease negotiations um, especially with the bigger landlords because they have a pile of other deals on their desk that are that and so landlords have have gone to the a model of a very very few staff to review their deals uh, for example there's one large landlord in calgary called first capital they have millions of square feet they have one lawyer in-house wow. so that's a, that's a drag on progress absolutely uh, so some of them some of them have more but but not it's it's very difficult to get back to the top of the pile because they're always dealing with other people so if you if you ask for too much and i'm not saying you shouldn't but i'm just saying this is this is the outcome is that your deal gets slowed down which is fine as long as you're okay with it (laughs) and so the other part of it is a sneaky part of it though is where you really got to think more holistically is is uh, permitting city of calgary permitting and city of edmonton permitting um, Vancouver, I guess all the, all the permitting process has really changed because they, they have this vision for their city, whatever the vision is for their city. And they will only, they only grant permits based on very certain criteria. So what you need to do is have a great designer 
really um, okay. to help you with those permits. We don't do the permits, right. but it's a sneaky thing that's sort of in the background that if you don't have the right person helping you get permits, uh, so I'll give you a classic example. Uh, we had a contractor that told us that he could get three uh, permits in three weeks uh, for from the city of Calgary. We told our client to go back to him because he's, I, we said there's no way, mm -hmm. there's absolutely no way that's going to be six to nine. And um, the contractor, still, the client called the contractor, contractor called us and said, how'd you know it was going to be six to nine weeks? Because he checked with the city. Well, because so so what that does is we, when we're, when we're negotiating a deal, we put the, those time frames in so you don't get caught. Interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I mean, um, so in summary, then from the time you're thinking to start this process to the lease negotiation to actual construction, we're looking into a year, a year and a half. I, I I just budget 12, 12 months. Twelve months. If we find if so, if you bring us a location mm -hmm. and we and you say we we need your help, we don't know what we're doing. Right. Right. It's probably it's probably nine months till you're open. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So in terms of uh, you know, uh, what would you say are some of the ideal lease terms? That's a great question. So I'll just touch on a few of them. Um, the first one is your assignment clause. And your assignment clause governs the way you sell your practice. Now, imagine you've signed a lease in uh, 2018, and 25 years from now, you want to go sell your practice. And you've had the same lease. That lease has a bad assignment clause, which, which governs what the landlord has the right to review who you sell it to. Mm -hmm. And I just finished uh, a documentation with one landlord that in their that was very old, it was a very old lease, that it said that they could gather any consideration on assignment that the tenant received. So what that meant, in my mind, is that if they sold the practice, the landlord would be able to uh, get some of the money out of the practice sale. Oh, wow. So is all that, the, Is that common, or is that... Well, it's common that there's other things like that right. in the assignment clauses, and... And so what you want to do is limit their, so what, basically what we try and do is increase flexibility and reduce risk in the lease. That's basically what you're Absolutely. doing. The landlord wants to control of everything. Right. So assignment is one. Um, but I think, I think with, let's just digress for a second here and say there's law, the, your lawyer, which if you don't get one, we, we recommend one, I said, like I said, but you should get one. And we have great ones who are, who are reasonable. That's good advice. Yeah, but they look at the lease from a totally different angle. They look at the lease for technical stuff like your insurance clauses and um, estoppels and um, just um, personal guarantee, the, the wording of that. And we we do too. Mm -hmm. But what they don't do is they don't look at like things like hours of operation. So if you want to go into a retail plaza, there's going to be in your lease something called a sorry, continuous operation clause, which means you have to be open every minute that the, the shopping center tells you. So, if, so on, so in Christmas time, when, when nine to nine, 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 to, nine, nine to eleven, nine to eleven, yeah. yeah. So, um, so we have ways of of working that through, but but the the lawyer goes well. Okay, it's just a normal operating hours. 
we know that actually dentists want to go and take courses and they wanted to go on vacation and they right. and they want to do yeah. and they want to do other things with their life other than dentistry so we we manage that small little nuance that nobody everybody overlooks but to us we that's why we're talking about we want you to be successful part of being successful is being healthy part of being healthy is not working from 9 to 11 <laughs> um, no this is this is really amazing uh, Michael thank you so much for your time this is oh, with, thank you you know amazing information uh, and hopefully we'll connect soon you know I'm, I'm just grateful that you came in and, and uh, we had the chance to talk for joining us today on Grow Your Dental Practice podcast. I'd like to thank our corporate partner, Zero, a beautiful accounting software. We use Zero for all our clients and they love it. If you'd like to know more information on myself or Shift Accounting, you can head directly to our website, shiftacct.com. You can visit the blog, sign up for our newsletter, or reach out to me directly at mohammed at shift ACC. T.com. Thank you.